Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Offensive lineman Josh Braun is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? Right now, we have a very special guest, like we always do every Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. And this time, it's going to be a little bit more of smiling after Arkansas (laughs) took care of business against the Florida Gators for their first SEC win and their first win in Gainesville. It is Razorback offensive lineman Josh Braun. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. And Josh, really appreciate you joining us. Uh, How are you still feeling after getting that win down in Gainesville? Uh, Feeling great. I mean, definitely the, the high has worn off a little bit, but uh, it's just I've been looking forward to this for a year. So it's finally good to have your dreams realized. But, I mean, we still got three more or three more games, still trying to get bowl eligible. So right now our focus is keep on winning and keep going. So there's a lot we're going to try to unpack because there's a lot of uh, layers to this whole game. But what we'll start with, of course, getting the win was awesome. But what was that? experience like because i know you guys won your first two games of the season and then you had lost six straight and all of them so close one possession games five i think four was it five of the six and then this one going to overtime going on the road just what was that feeling like not only for you as an individual but just for the entire team to for what you've guys been through to finally finally get that win uh, coach pittman's been preaching these past couple of weeks that we just need a taste of victory we need to be reminded how of how good it feels and it felt amazing it was just to be in the battle with your brothers a week in and week out and not be able not being able to taste that until this week um, once we finally got the victory it was just I mean the locker room after the game was insane I don't know if uh, some videos have been circling I think some guys hopped on Instagram live so uh, hopefully some of the fans were able to partake into the celebration but uh, I, I struggled to put it into words it was just probably one of the highlights of my football career and probably one of the best afternoons of my life um, top 10 definitely so when you think of uh just of course winning is, is the biggest thing but offensively too uh you got you guys had almost 500 yards offense mm-hmm. you had a great success running the ball you had your first 100 yard rusher with rocket and of course kg almost had 100 yards rushing and he had some big plays too just what did you feel like from your perspective made the offense have so much success in this particular game and uh, be able to not only put points up on the board, but also have really effective drives. Yeah, I hope some of the Razorback fans can forgive me for how I avoided some of the questions about the offense last week. And I hope they realize that it was in our favor to be unpredictable. Um, going going out on Saturday with a brand new offensive coordinator, we were really sort of a wild card. I mean, they they knew who we were as players, but they didn't know they didn't know we were going to go high tempo and they didn't know we were going to go as fast as we did. And so that really played into our favor, um, just coming out and surprising them with uh, different formations that we hadn't ran previously. I think we hadn't gotten to empty formation maybe two or three times all year, and we, we relied on that throughout the game on Saturday. And um, We did some good things out of there that we're going to try to capitalize on in weeks uh, coming up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all those things, the, the defense didn't really know what to prepare for. Um, and uh, Coach Guyton did a brilliant job of calling plays that were working, and he uh, was able to uh, ride the plays and ride the momentum during the game to put us into the best situations that we could be in. And um, 
I mean, just because we won, we can't ignore the fact that the problems that we had in weeks past were still there. Um, we, uh, I think we were 50% touchdown scoring in the red zone, but ultimately we were 100% red zone scoring, which you always want to be as an offense. But we need to turn those field goals into touchdowns. And once we do that, I mean, the games shouldn't even be close. I mean, I think uh, let me see, it was 14-0, and then we let them back in it. And I think – did you tweet that it was reminiscent of the BYU game? Was that yeah, you? I gave some vibes to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, may have been. I mean, that's that's kind of what you – that wasn't the feeling on the sideline, but it was, we're not going to let that happen again. We need to focus the job still not complete, even though we're up 14 zero. It's still, there was how many minutes were left in the first quarter? 12. Yeah. It was like we only played three minutes of the game. So yeah. I remember I told a uh, joke with Brooke Ed- Brooks Edmondson that if we, uh, if we kept this up, it would be, uh, what did I say? It was like 70 to zero at half because we scored twice in three minutes. So 10 times in the first quarter. So, oh yeah, 70 to zero in the end of the first quarter. So, I mean, just because we came out with the momentum that we did, we needed to sustain it and understand that even though we started fast, this upcoming week against Auburn, if we start fast, we need to continue that throughout the second quarter and into the third quarter and until the end of the game, because I mean, we let Florida back into that game. It shouldn't have been close um, in the first half. And I mean, at the end of the game, shoot, it, uh, we caught a lucky break <laughs> and uh, we need to focus on not letting that be an issue coming up. But uh, man, I'm just so thankful that we did catch a lucky break because six weeks <laughs> in a row, pretty unlucky. So, yeah, well, it's amazing. I'm sure as you saw just, uh, and maybe on social media, but like, you know, a lot of fans have obviously been frustrated, just like y'all been frustrated, but then it's like once you win the game, everyone's just kind of on the same page. You're just happy. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're just in that moment, too. And uh, I know that you'll, you'll, you'll take the win no matter what it is. But as we talked about last week, was there something just a little bit more special to it in the fact that you did it down in Gainesville, in Florida, at a place that you used to play? And obviously, we talked about how much family you had there mm-hmm. to see it. I mean, uh, it was always going to be special no matter any time you win. But did that make it a lot more special and maybe a lot more memorable for you, having your family mm-hmm. and everybody there in your home state? Definitely. I mean, uh, throughout the game, it was kind of like I was playing backyard football. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, when you when you were a kid, you'd get a bunch of your buddies and you go out to a field and just play tackle football. And so, I mean, that's what it felt like for me. I was going out there. I knew all the D linemen. I knew most of the linebackers and the DBs. But I remember uh, number 21 for Florida, Des Watson, we'd, we'd block each other. Or I'd block him for a play and he'd rush against me. And then after the play, I'd like make a joke and he'd laugh or he'd make a joke and I laugh. And so... It was just fun. It was not many people get to experience what I experienced. And uh, I'm one of the few people who's won in the swamp as the home team and the away team. And I mean, shoot, that that's not a very long list. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, after the season we've had as a team um, to do something that's never been done in the history of Arkansas football is very special. And uh, it's something that we're going to talk about for the rest of our lives. Well, I, I know it is. And by the way, we're speaking with Josh Braun of uh, the Arkansas Razorback offensive <laughs> line here. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. And so I'm curious because, I, I, you know, I was watching the game and on the final play in overtime, you know, KJ throws that pass to Tyrone Broden and, and gets the touchdown. And um, I'm going to play this video for you. And I just want to be curious of what your thoughts are to it, because what it looks like to me is I see somebody that is reminiscent of your number coming in. And I just wanted to ask, was this just is that how you clap normally is just really wide out? Like that right there? Is that is that normally? Is that how you clap or is that? Yeah, no, I've been told I have a weird clap. <laughs> no, I, uh, 
it was unintentional. Right. I did not going into the game. I told myself I wasn't going to do it. Um, I, I mean, I have friends on that team. That's my alma mater. It's, it's disrespectful. I um, mean, I, I apologize to my alma mater. I hope they can forgive me, but I hope they understand that. I mean, we won in overtime. Um, it was, it was the, we've lost six in a row. It was just such a, I was overwhelmed with emotions that it just came out. Um, but yeah, I mean, you went in the swamp, you, you have to hit it. I mean, yeah. Well, I was actually going to give you a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I felt like maybe it was a hybrid because it's like you couldn't, you didn't go all the way out, but I was like, okay, well, maybe it was actually just how he clapped. Maybe no, that's just my elbow break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just having to work. Yeah, you're yeah, really stretching your arm out a little bit there. It's been a long game. So, uh, and, and Josh, you know, obviously that was, that was a cool moment, but mm -hmm. in the locker room afterwards and seeing the videos that have come out, but I want to ask you specifically about Kenny Guyton, uh, Kenny G, which we know, being elevated to the offensive coordinator position and the pressure that he had to say, Hey, it's like, you know, the offense has had their struggles. You need to step up into this role that, you know, you weren't expecting to be in at this point in time in the year and go on the road against a good team in Florida and do it. And just what, what did it, what did you see from him and the, the, the team and the embracing of him? And also just uh, how do you feel about him moving forward the rest of the year, being the offensive coordinator now that you got to see it in action against Florida? I think the first thing that stands out is just his passion. I mean, he's passionate about the game. He's passionate about us as players. And I think the, uh, the results speak for themselves. I mean, we scored, it should have been 40 points so 33 offensive points throughout the game. I mean, to do that in the swamp, that's, that's a great accomplishment for his first game as an offensive coordinator. That's something he's going to hang his hat on throughout his career. And uh, it definitely gives us all confidence going into the games throughout, throughout the rest of the season. It's just, um, he's now, he, now he's been an offensive coordinator for a game. We've been in his offense for a game. I think we're just going to see better and better results going forward. And I think we, we trust him more just seeing his play calling throughout the game. We, it's just natural to, once you see the results, you have, um, just quantifiable statistics that show that you're doing the right thing it's definitely easier to be more confident in that. I mean, I told, uh, I was speaking with Brady Latham today because um, he was trying to tell, he was trying to sell me on the up-tempo offense last week. And I mean, I've never been a fan of high tempo. My brother's played in the triple option. My dad played in the wing tee. It's, it's ground and pound. It doesn't, you don't try to mask stuff with tempo. You just go yeah. out there and you, you line up, they line up and then you punch them in the mouth. But uh, to see the benefits of the tempo offense, it, it, definitely made me a believer. I mean, there were times where we had a play called and we were in our stances about to go and the defense was still looking at the sideline. And just to be in that situation with an offensive line, you know they have no idea what's going on and you know exactly what your responsibility is. It's it's a confidence boost and it, it just makes you excited to play the play. Well, now you got to turn the page and be able to come back home and you're going to be at home for the rest of the season in Fayetteville. Uh, and this time it's against Auburn. It's going to be a three o'clock uh, first kick there in Fayetteville. And the last time, of course, we know few weeks ago it was the time where you know you never want to relive that type of game again but now mm -hmm. because it's still in front of you to get to bowl eligibility you, you had four steps to get there you've conquered step one now you gotta move to step two just what do you make of the Auburn Tigers and also just the team returning back home in front of the home fans and it looks like it's I think it's gonna be like sunny with in 63 degrees so it's gonna be a beautiful day but uh, what awesome. is that just going to mean for, for you? Yeah, I know how you like that. But yeah, it's like, like how's it going to mean for you and just for the team to not only come back with a win, but then have something mm -hmm. more to play for in front of the fans that, uh, you know, they're going to show out and be able to 
uh, be there to support you guys from the very beginning, or at least till the very end of the season? Uh, we've proven we can win on the road in hostile environments, but we haven't proven that we can win in front of our fans this year um, in a game that matters. And ultimately, I just want to give the fans a good show. Um, and that means beating Auburn. Um, I mean, a win's a win, but I know the fans want us to to beat them handedly. And so I, I think just this week, uh, we need to not look forward into, yes, we're fighting for bowl eligibility, but once you start looking ahead, I mean, I think that's uh, the problem with Mississippi State. We're all like, oh, we need to win this game to be bowl eligible, and then we need to win. We need to beat Florida. We need to beat Missouri. And we lost sight of the fact that, no, you need to beat Mississippi State this week. This is the opponent in front of you. And so just because we're fighting for bowl eligibility, we don't need to lose sight of the fact that we have an opponent this week. It doesn't matter that we play FIU in two weeks and then Missouri the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's this week. This is the game that needs to be played. And, um, I mean, Auburn's got a great defensive line. Um, they've got some good interior guys, number 50 and 52. They're, they're strong and powerful and, and athletic. Um, but, I mean, we play in the SEC West. Every SEC West team's going to have strong, athletic interior interior defensive linemen um so i think if uh we can get them on their heels and come out swinging and, and just keep our foot on the gas and not let up in the second quarter i think uh how many points did we score in the second quarter against florida three I believe so yeah three points i believe yeah so i mean to score we came out and scored the first drive of the game that was great we need to figure out how to replicate that throughout the game and so when we play auburn i think we need to come out fast, and that needs to be our mindset every drive. We need to treat every drive like it was the first first drive of the game and take it drive by drive. We don't need to think about uh, – I think uh, some offensive coordinators will tell you that going into a game, they have a number that they hit, and if they hit that number of points on the scoreboard, they feel confident they will win. Um, we don't need to think that. We need to think that we need to score every time we have the ball and – just focus on the task at hand. Um, and you can take that quarter by quarter, drive by drive, or play by play. Um, but at the end of the day, we need to score consistently in the red zone, and we need to put our defense in the best position possible to win us the game. I'm going to take credit for something because I said on the radio show this past week that if you guys scored 30 points, you're going to win. So uh, I'm just I'm going to take credit for that because you guys scored over 30 and you guys won. So uh, your coordinator maybe not look at the points, but I'm going to look at the points. <laughs> score. So uh, and, and also – to Josh, how again it's the winning and everything, the celebration, but then you also have the accomplishments that come in after. I don't know how much you look into this, but uh, especially since mm -hmm. one of your teammates wanted to ask you about Bo Wimmer being the offensive lineman yes. of the week in the SEC. Just what does that mean for uh, for you as obviously being a teammate of his, but being an offensive lineman alongside him too? That's that's fantastic for him. I mean, it's it's been an honor to play next to him all year, and uh, just seeing the work he puts in day in and day out. He, he earned it. I mean, he's he's been working his tail off all year, and he's been fighting through injury after injury, just trying to put this offensive line in the best position possible to produce yards and points for this team. And to see him be recognized on the national stage is just great. Um, I hope he's able to parlay this into um, boost in draft stock if that's uh, in his future, but I just – I feel happy for him, man. It's been a, it's been a rough season for him to to get this nod. It's just great. Also, uh, how awesome is Cam Little when you have a kicker like that that you just feel mm -hmm. confident that hey, as long as we can pass <laughs> midfield, we're, we we feel good about it. 
uh, I mean, he goes four or five, and even the one he missed, I mean, was just by that much. But, you know, just having a weapon like that on the offense where you guys want to score touchdowns, that's the goal. But knowing that if you can't do it, you still got somebody like Cam <laughs> to be able to, to at least get half of the points that you guys would have scored. I mean, it's it's just a relief. I mean, it's uh, you never want to you never want to come off the field. I mean, whenever it's third down, you want to get a first down. But it, I don't want to say it's. Uh, <laughs> I think we've had enough of the moral victories, right? But uh, just to, even though you fail to score a touchdown, or even hopefully from now on fail to get into the red zone. Cause when we get in the red zone, we're going to score a touchdown. That's the, that's the motto going forward. Yeah, but yeah. let's say we get the ball to the 40 to know that he can, if we get the ball to the 40, we're going to make any, some points on the scoreboard. I mean, with the way our defense been playing, we get the ball about at the, the 30 to the 40 yard line on the, I guess the minus 30 minus 40. And so we need to get two first downs and then we get three points. I mean, we can get two first downs every drive. At least we're supposed to be able to. Well, and also, uh, I know it was uh, very unfortunate to see that Sam Pittman said in the press conference about Ty Washington, looks like he's going to be out for the mm -hmm. year. And I know uh, he, he was a guy that just seemed like he was always the opening drive guy, man. Like, it seemed like all the opening drives, he was always having big plays, had him in against Florida. But it's unfortunate for him. And obviously, we knew Luke has and, and getting uh, getting injured earlier this year. I actually had your dad send me your highlights as being a tight end. So, yeah. <laughs> If you need to, you may need to step up. I know there's been some injuries, mm -hmm. guys. So, uh, you know, may, you may have to go back into that role of a tight end. And I, mean, I saw the moves, mm -hmm. saw the hands out there, man. You could probably do it still, I think, out there. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've got great hands. It's just I've put on a little a little bit of weight since then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. Hey, Jason, you know, Jason Peters, one of the, the all-time great NFL offensive linemen. Uh, he was at Arkansas. He played tight end. And, you know, he mm -hmm. was he was 6'6", 300 pounds and. Like he just played tight end and he was great at it. So, you know, just don't sell yourself short. You can still go out there as the size of an offensive lineman and play tight end. Oh, I got to, got to talk to Kish Kennedy about that. See if he approves. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. So, uh, and, and also again, Josh, with, I want to go back to the deal with your family being there and just, what was that like in that message? I saw you have pictures taken of course with the family and everything, but what was that like for them? Uh, being able to not only see you and witness the first SEC win you had as a Razorback, but mm -hmm. to do it in Florida, I know how you felt about it, but how did they feel and what was that like interacting with them after the game? Yeah, so um, I'm kind of going to – I'm going to go wide and then I'm going to bring it back into focus. Okay. But, uh, so this was the first game that I've won that I've had to get onto an airplane since November of 2020. So wow. I have not won an away game and. Was that three years? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's point one. Point two, I've not won, and this goes for my brothers as well. We have a poor track record of winning games when my parents are in attendance. <laughs> um, we like to tell a story of my oldest brother was playing uh, North Carolina, I believe, when he was at Georgia Tech, and uh, we were running behind because we had to drive up to Atlanta and. Um, so we're walking to the game during the first quarter. So we're walking to the stadium and Georgia Tech's up. I think it's 21 to three at the end of the first quarter. Something, it was some wild number. And as we stepped foot into the stadium, they threw out uh, Georgia Tech's starting nose tackle um, for targeting. And as soon as we set foot in the stadium, it went from 21 to three. And ultimately they lost the game by like two scores. And so that's point number two. We, 
<laughs> I haven't. Let me see. When Ezzy has gone to my games and twice, and we don't have a. So my sister in law has gone to my games, and we don't have a good track record of playing well when they go to my games. And so uh, my mom asked me earlier in the season, she said, do you want us to stop coming? Cause maybe you'll win. And I was like, no, because if you don't go to one game, if we don't go to uh, let's say the Alabama game. Now this may, I don't know how superstitious Arkansas fans are, but they uh, very much are. So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, don't get mad at me for this, but she said, do you not want us to go to Alabama? Cause maybe you'll have a better chance of winning. And I was like, no, you have to go to Alabama because if you don't go to Alabama and we win, then you can't go to Florida. And so, um, Ultimately, we tempted fate and my whole family was able to go and it didn't, <laughs> the, the voodoo didn't work, but um, I mean, we were still able to win with them in attendance and to do that at home with, I think we had 25 family members there. I had 25 family members there, um, extended family. My uh, aunt and uncle and cousins were able to go for the first time. Uh, my cousins from Mexico were able to go. Um, that was the first college American football game they've been to. Yeah, so I have two cousins from Mexico who um, live here now, and they were able to go to their first American football game, and they loved it. Uh, I actually got a bunch of souvenirs. I stole a towel. Um, it's up. I think we're washing it right now. Uh, but I stole a towel. Uh, I ripped uh... – <laughs> so after the game, I uh, went up. To... They have hedges on their end zones. Yeah. I don't know if you could see. but yeah. um, And there were cops watching me. The, the sheriff officers, they were watching me as I was like walking around because I wanted to tear a branch off and take it. And uh, so I like struck up a conversation with the paramedics trying to like distract the police officers. And then I just reached down and ripped off a branch and ran inside. And uh, this cop looked really mad at me. But uh, man, it's just, there's so much I want to say about this victory and how much it means to me, but I can't, words don't do it justice. I've, yeah. Uh, after the game, so after that video of me hitting the chomp, I actually got a little choked up and I took a knee and I was praying and then I would have actually cried tears, uh, but Antonio Greer came up to me and this is something me and him have been talking about pretty much all year because uh, he wasn't able to beat Florida when he was at USF. Um, so this was our goal was to beat Florida and he came up to me and he hugged me and he's like, man, we did it. And uh, that's the, the only reason I didn't cry is because he came up to me. Uh, so, you know, you can't, you can't cry in front of your boys. It's not a, it's not a good look. Yeah. But so yeah. we embraced and then, man, ah, oh, that was just, <laughs> I can't, I can't verbalize it. It's very, yeah. very emotional for me. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's what everybody, you know, at least people in Razorback land, you know, hearing that, cause that's what's unique about like players like you is, you know, here in Arkansas, everyone's just hey, you're a Razorback and, with the transfer portal and how it's just changed everything, mm -hmm. you know, people are always, if you play, if you're a Razorback, you're always going to be a Razorback, no matter if you were a high school recruit or if you're from the state or not, like it's always going to go far. But I think that's always an interesting insight to like you and, and like what you shared with you and Greer, just that's something I, I didn't even think about, you know, as far as you guys mm -hmm. both transferring from uh, schools in Florida and then, you know, to beat Florida for different reasons that you wanted to do. I mean, it's, that's the kind of unique stuff that, I don't even think people like even me understand or even can dive into. So I'm glad you shared that because I would have never even thought of that. And I'm sure it's like, if I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, I'm sure it would have meant a lot more. Same thing with Greer too. It's like, uh, you know, every win is going to be one that you enjoy and it's going to be special, but this one, uh, you know, it's kind of, I think everybody's also hoping that this is the one that kind of opens the floodgates for the team to where it's like, all right, 
got it. Let's roll. Let's let's finish strong and and get to a bowl game because I'm sure uh, again you got three games in front of you, but that's that's something that I'm sure can really drive you emotionally, but also mm-hmm. uh, you know what your focus and your goal can be to continue on and to make make it not just all in void, make it worth something and why it was worth the win too. Yeah, I hope I'm not disappointing the fans with my inability to put together some oh. eloquent speech about <laughs> what it means to me, but it's just. It's so it was such an, an emotionally charged victory. It was it was to the point of just it was cathartic. I mean, I don't I don't know if many people caught it, but I actually ran out onto the field holding carrying the Arkansas flag. Um, I did it to start the season in Little Rock, um, and that meant a lot to me. I mean that those those things mean a lot to me. It's who carries the flag that I don't know. I don't know if other people think of it that way, but that's it's a point of pride to be able to carry out the Arkansas flag. Um, and I made sure I was one of the first people out of the tunnel. So I, and I walked up to the guy, he usually hands it to whoever he wants to hand it to. And I like, grabbed it from him. Um, but uh, so I'm sorry if I'm disappointing. Oh. People were like, Oh man, I'm looking forward to him spewing some eloquent thing, but no, I think man. that's perfectly fine. I, I again, <laughs> I think, People who saw you on the sidelines and saw you during the game, I'm sure they can probably get an idea of exactly how much it meant, you know, just to see the emotions and everything, which is awesome. And, and uh, Josh, before uh, we, we let you get out of here, which again, we always appreciate you coming on and appreciate Matt Black, Allstate Insurance for making it possible. Um, just about Sam Pittman. And one of the things that I heard in the, I guess the video that came in the locker room and was about, he's like some teams, you know, fight and some teams will quit and whatnot. And we continue to see the fight of this team where, I, I don't follow every single college football team, but to know what you guys went through so far this year and then to have the, a significant coaching change like that and and be in this position, so many teams would fall, they crumble, players would just be you know mailing it in, but yet that's not what this team has done. I mean, again, you guys don't have the wins. I'm sure that you won as many as wins, but it's never been about lack of effort or, or lack of fight. Just how, have, once again, how do you guys continue to do this where – Again, other teams crumble, but Sam Pittman and you guys have continued to fight even through the toughest parts of adversity. I think it speaks to just the character of the individuals on this team. I mean, the players care about this sport. They care about this university, whether they grew up in Arkansas and dreamed of being a Razorback or whether this program welcomed them with open arms and they're transferring from another institution. It just, for many people, this is their dream. Um, they gave me a second chance at playing SEC football. Um, a lot of the coaches, this is Coach Pittman's dream to be coaching the Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, to be able to, we all have a common goal, and that's to perform well on Saturdays, ultimately resulting in a victory. Um, just, uh, I've, I've never... I'm not, you're not always around coaches who truly care for their players and you're not always around players who truly care for their coaches. Um, Whether they're focused on the next level in both regards or they're just trying using this job as a stepping stone. um, I think we're very lucky and blessed to be at a university where the players are fully bought in and the coaches are fully bought in. And I, I mean, I thank God every day to be at a program like this that re- it allowed me to rediscover my joy of playing the game of football. Um, I mean, that's something that you can't really put a price tag on. I mean, I, I mean, I know my, my 
journey and my reasons for playing the game are mirrored in other players on the team. And so I know how much gratitude I have for the University of Arkansas. And I know how much the guy next to me is thankful that he's playing for the University of Arkansas. And I think you see that in our fight and that even though we're three and six, which on paper looks awful, and I'm sure teams we play look at our record and they're like, oh, they're three and 16. But it's just, it's a blessing to be able to go out every day and put in work with these guys. And I'm looking forward to changing the narrative on our record. And hopefully at the end of the year, we're seven and six. Well, Josh, as always, man, we appreciate appreciate Matt Black Allstate Insurance for making it possible, and I uh, can't wait to talk to you next week. And you know, as great as the, this win was, I think you know, two in a row would be uh, even better uh, to <laughs> yes, talk. Sir. About. Yeah, yeah, uh... being a winning streak. So, but we appreciate it, man. So, uh, good luck this week, and we look forward to seeing you in Razorback Stadium on Saturday against Auburn. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.